What's going on, everybody? We are back for another episode of the ABJ Podcast, episode 89, with one of my favorite people. I say it every episode, but I I handpicked a lot of these this season. Obviously, it's my content, and I and and, and this is one I'm very happy for because doesn't do a lot of podcasts so i'm very very thankful that i got weber hatfield here today make sure you check out the links below for all things abj whether it be merchandise follow me on social media patreon so you can get these episodes earlier than everybody else joining us on the discord joining us in the facebook communities instagram community thing that i it's i don't know but join it all hang out let's get more content uh a lot of fun stuff happening this season. We're we're getting closer and closer as the year goes on uh, to to uh, hitting that 100 mark. And I'm telling you, if you thought these episodes have been good, just wait. There's still so much more to come. Uh, also, make sure you hit the links below so you can follow my guests tonight. Find out their social medias and and ways to support, whether it be merch pages or where you can see them at upcoming shows. Uh, that's pretty much all I got sponsorship wise. If you just want to sponsor the ABJ podcast, hit me up. Or if you want to be a guest, uh, all guest spots will be reserved for next season, which will be at the end of uh, the beginning of 2024. Uh, this is open to not just professional wrestlers, musicians, artists, people with a story. Hit me up. I- I'd love to have you on. And uh, let's let's continue the journey here and hearing more people's stories. But without further ado, let me bring in my guest tonight for episode 89, Weber Hadfield. There it is. <laughs> first thing first. So when I first met you, uh, you were you donned the mask. I donned the mask. And and I was very new to the behind the curtain or the other side of the guardrail. I was a fan forever and then became someone who helped with production and the whole nine. And I remember the first thing I thought of going to uh wrestling shows was why is everyone in masks just just handsome. Everyone's good looking under masks are, are pretty, are good, just pretty human beings. And you're all hiding under masks. Well, I mean, the really good looking ones take the masks off. And the one is not good looking. Keep the masks on. Green hand. <laughs> <laughs> Green hand. Jesus. Shots fired. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Hideous. Terrible. No, he joking. super kicked me in the face the other day. So I'm not happy with him. He was He what? He super kicked me in the face the other day. So oh, yeah, he happy. sucks. Then. Yeah. Not, not he cool. sucks. <laughs> but um, I remember the first one uh, that I seen under the mask, um, Whisper. But he has, still hasn't taken that one off. And then Max Zero took his mask off, and then everyone just – it was Handsome Max. And then you were the kind of the next one to take the mask off. I think you should be more Handsome Weber. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't understand how that, how that didn't get attached to you as well. I think, I think you got ripped off. Uh, I mean, like, you know, like – he already took the handsome gimmick, you know. I'm not gonna really just like, oh, you want good looking? Yeah, you know, a lot of people have good looking gimmick. I've just had like, I'm a guy that has <laughs> <mask> come <on. laughs> uh, But uh, well, I'm glad you did. I remember you doing the promo photos, and I was like, what's? Ha-? I was at H2O, and I was like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. coming I, off soon, was- and I was like. It was exciting. It was like three months in advance of it. And I'm just like, and people are like, you're, you're like, you're like, you're just like, what are you doing? I'm just like, I'm just feeling it out. You know, like someday I might decide it. And then like, I already had like the story plan in mind. How I was going to lose the mask. Um, so I was like, yeah, it's like, you know, what's it look like? You know, just. <laughs> how, how was it uh, after going so long in a career with the mask and developing all that to finally take it off? So, I mean, after Chikara, you know, like, there's this, 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 like, there's this thing with, like, everybody thinks, like, uh, like, Quack had, like, control over our gimmicks, which was never a thing. Um, so it was, like, so, like, a lot of people were, like, 
after Chikara went away, like changed their gimmick, did the stuff like that, like renamed themselves, like did something different. And like I stayed the same character, I stayed Boomer, uh, and Shay stayed Molly for a while. Um, so we just kind of continued those characters. Um, and it was like it never felt I was always trying to find the right time, the right way to take the mask off. Like it was always like a meaningful way. Like I, I wanted to, I enjoyed the mask. I love the mask. You know, I still have four of them like with me. I'm never going to sell them. Um, and I really enjoyed my time being boomer and, and playing that character. But it was like, you know, it always came with this, like, Oh, you are the, the, the you're still part of this storyline, Chikara storyline, which we wanted to finish. And we, we did outside of like, we continued the storyline and can't Leap frog and pizza party. That's where we finished it. Um, but like it felt good to kind of just like complete the story that we set out to do, you know, in our own way. Cause we wrote the second half of the story. Like we did what we wanted to do, you know, it wasn't somebody else writing the story. So we finished the story and then take the mask off and we're just like, now I can do different things, but like also kind of the same things, you know, I didn't really change much about my character and how I do things. I didn't change my moves. I didn't make myself a shooter or anything like that. It's just like, you know, just like, now I'm just able to like kind of like be myself a little bit more, uh, be more expressive. I felt way more comfortable doing promos um, without my mask on because like just like it, I never felt natural talking or emoting or doing anything like because I, I like that's the thing with masks too. It's like you know you learn to do promos in a different way like with your bodies, and I was always pretty decent at that. Like I just like never felt comfortable talking mm-hmm. with it on. So as soon as I took that off, I was like, oh cool. Now I just feel natural, but also I'm exposed. <laughs> it's like uh, I roundabout answered your question, right? I believe. Uh, no, I love it. I love that was that was that was a great answer. But I agree with you too. Like from watching you do promos and and seeing who you were underneath the mask and then with the mask, I was like, man, if the day you ever take that off, like it's gonna, I think it's gonna be a home run. No, no, mm-hmm. no pun intended. But uh, because I just. I think you and, and Shay are just so wildly entertaining together. Like so many times we did promos for Camp Leapfrog and I was like, I am getting sunny, always sunny vibes every single promo. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was just good. It was they are always really good. But seeing your face and seeing like the things that the, the cameras aren't picking up of you trying to emote more. And it, like now mm-hmm. that it's not there, I can definitely see where you're coming from in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Who made no, your mask? I am naturally more of like a, just a very emotive very expressive person. So like having yeah. the mask on, like, again, like forced me to be more creative in terms of like body acting, but like taking the mask off, I felt like kind of just an explosion of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who, who was, who created your masks or made them? Uh, so closet champion, um, Kate next, um, created my masks, um, and uh, original gear. Um, but then yeah, no, she did every version of my mask, her and Ophidia. Yeah. Nice. See that. So there's, there's a few masks on the independent scene that I, I would never ask to buy. Right. But I would be like, can you get a, like a clone made of like, mm-hmm. that's why I always like, I always think that's a missed opportunity. Your mask is definitely one that I would, I would like to have like a, a copy of, of so whoever mm-hmm. made it like it, like, and, 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 uh, ultra Manus. I think that'd be a cool or like hollow wicked. Like those masks would be cool to have like a um, replica of not the originals, but like, yeah, Hey, right, go right, to their, right. go to their mask maker and, and, and have one made up. So I was like, I think I always, that, that's always been in the back of my mind is like, is that, how does, how does one go about that? Is, is that like a missed opportunity in merch? That's something you thought about making like versions of it to sell out. 
Uh, I did think about that. And going back to Green End, he, he was like, why are you doing this? Like, because he made his own mask. It was easy for him. I'm like, I don't have the money to just make masks and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and like, the, not, the one who really like, turned I, it for I don't me. want decent quality. So it's like. Yeah. The one who showed, like, who really opened the idea for me. And I was like, man, I would really love to have one of these masks. And it's probably still one when I start getting some money that I'm not buying equipment all the time. I would definitely buy his Lindsay. Lindsay makes, like, him just, like, making his own mask. And his yeah. merch table is, like, he has low-quality ones for, like, 40, 50 bucks that yeah, you can yeah, buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then he has, like, this, style, yeah. Yeah, the forty, the $400 ones that he, like, handmade that mm -hmm. he were in. in like Because he's super creative when it comes to that, too. Uh former Chikara guy as well yeah. you know uh but that like his masks always super cool like i just love that that aspect of that like the, the masked wrestler is like after they unveil it's like would you want a piece of my character history and, yes. but it's got to feel cool that people would want that part of your character history as well like to own a version of your mask at one point in time well dasher used to uh he would tell me on occasion he would buy like a like a bucket of baseballs and he would sign the baseballs and he would just sell those for five dollars that's a, a great idea. idea. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm like, I should have done that. But I yeah. stick with the baseball gimmick. Again, I it's funny when I got the gimmick, I, I go to Quack and I'm like, you know, like I actually really like baseball, right? And he's like, Oh, I knew. And I'm like, you had no fucking clue, but <laughs> I will be very good at this gimmick because I I know all the sports references that you have no idea. The guy the guy knew nothing about sports and he had a baseball, he had a bunch of sports gimmicks, but uh I was like, I was made for this fucking gimmick. <laughs> uh, well, speak. Well, speaking of, you know, your your Phillies are doing pretty cool stuff right now. It's it's on right over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you doing the interview now. Definitely. But, oh, um, I, we already clinched. We're good. So we're yeah. Good. Changing the name. Uh, how did how did you come about that? And and how did you land on Weber? So Weber, obviously, it sounds baseball-y um i wanted to keep doing that like i love that part of the the gimmick itself because again i am natural organic baseball fan so i just for, for web is that like the web of the glove is that what you're yeah, going yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. that yeah 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 so i went through like that's how i narrowed down to it but like i i picked a bunch of names i went through a list me and molly kind of like really like scared for names and stuff like that and uh eventually i found that name i used to have a neighbor that was her last name and i'm like that's a cool name is that a first name and i'm like yes that's a first name and i'm like i think that would be really cool because i really i wanted to keep hatfield um because again i didn't want to throw away the entire lineage or gimmick or anything like that um so and whether i just really liked it i think it rolled off the tongue really well um but like that was my go-to originally i was going to go with benjamin i liked benjamin because i liked the alliteration of bb or uh, uh, keeping bh um, that's why I like it. It's, it's still uh, very Philly too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually, I was like, nah. It kind of doesn't roll off the tongue as well. So eventually, I came to Weber, and I really liked it. So, yeah, I I I love it as well. It was it was a good change. Um, so how growing up, when did you fall in love with professional wrestling? When did it become a part of your your lexicon or your 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 obsession? Like becoming a fan as a as a kid, or at what age did you become a fan? So growing up in the 1930s, I just really got, no. <laughs> I maintain the illusion that I'm over hundred years old. Yeah. Uh, so when I was a kid, um, I had like, I had grade school friends who were just like, love this wrestling thing. I, I knew nothing about it and they just got me into it. 
as soon as they all got out of it, that's when I got into it. So I was the only one at school that liked wrestling. I was very uncool. Um, and I got into it and I finally found one other guy who still liked wrestling. And then we just became best friends. Um, and that carried on to high school. I did like uh, high school wrestling. It was nothing like the real, the, the, the pro wrestling stuff, which was fun. Um, and then into college and then college got hard and I, and I lost cable. So I stopped watching wrestling for a long time. So that was probably in 2008. So right when like WWE did like the ECW thing. Yeah. I didn't see any of that. Like that's basically like when the cutoff for me was, and then it kind of disappeared for me for a while until 2016 ish. I think WrestleMania 32. I think that's spread about WrestleMania 32. Okay. Uh, I got back into it just randomly, just turned it on. And I'm like, oh, I remember everything about wrestling. And like some of the people that I watched were still on TV. And then there's all these new people. And my wife, uh, girlfriend at the time, uh, really liked Becky Lynch. So I'm like, cool. Like my wife's getting into it. And we just started watching it. And then one year later, I, I just decide to sign up for <laughs> wrestling classes. Uh, I met a guy at my gym who trained at the Wrestle Factory, Chicago Wrestle Factory. And I was like, he was wearing a t-shirt that said Wrestle Factory on it. And I was like, oh, what's that? You know, what's that like? And he tells me this thing. And I'm like, there's this free wrestling class. And I'm like, I'll try that. That's fun. That's that, that can It's, be it's fun. funny how everyone, every single story so far of people from that school that I've interviewed this season are all like, I, I really cast it on that free class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was free. And then you got a discount. You got a discount for doing the free class and signing up for the one-on-one. So you got a $50 discount. Uh, so that really rings you in a little bit. Uh, yeah. And then I did that. I was the only one who passed my 101. I got into my 201. I was the only one who passed my 201. And uh, Q gave me like a, he he was like, you want to sign up for core? And I'm like, nah. he's like, I'll give you a discount. I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Because <laughs> I had already paid for 101, 201. And he's like, well, we'll count those to your tuition. I'm like, all right, done. I'm in. <laughs> it's cool. I'm just saving money with man left yeah. and right so then i just kind of got you know got pulled into it and shenanigans so what are what are some of your fond memories of going through school there and meeting some of the people that, at, at that school because so many so much great minds and great talent out of that out of that pr program um fond memories are just some of the crazy classes we would do um just the in-between moments, like, you know, you learn the cool wrestling, you learn the cool moves, you learn the the stuff like that. But, like, anytime you have it, conversations are more about, like, character work, psychology work, um, and the in-between moments where everybody's just kind of, like, relaxed and having fun. Those are, like, the stuff that really stuck with me. You know, that's the, those are the people I bonded with and kind of went through the trenches with. Uh, and like, I, I would say like, it's more like that. Those are the, the best memories that I have. You know, I learned a cool move or a cool sequence. Sure. But um, it's just like the friend building, the character building, personal character building. Um, kind of going through that, I think was the best part. Uh, donning a mask and, and going under that role and, and having to learn how to, uh, you were saying before, express emotion and, and be that character, but also hide under a I, hide most of it under a mask who are some people that you leaned on heavily at chikar to help you uh develop that uh hollow wicked for sure fire ant hollow wicked um 
just I mean, like there was a plethora of people. Uh Boar, great, uh great mind for wrestling and great loves loves being under the mask and stuff like that. Loves his character so much. Um Halloween, obviously like Frightmare. Just guys like people I worked really early with, you know, like the idea was like pair of rookies with um, veterans. And so like, those are the guys I worked with a lot in the beginning. Um, I would say like, definitely I picked up a lot of stuff working with those guys. Um, I mean, and, and uh, Hollywood had a class too. So like I could work with him once a week about all of that stuff. So he's very accessible. And I would say like, he probably gave me the best, the, the most, um, best advice best experience um while i was there and well with jacquard in general yeah yeah like i said the minds out of that place uh, what made it cool for me is just i didn't really know about it like mm -hmm. i didn't know the chikara stuff at all because i like i started the podcast I, I started learning the independent scene and then immediately started helping with production and stuff because i had the equipment and then mm -hmm. i met the high tension team and like then found out where you all came from and who you were trained by and people you worked with and then learned about it and i was like that's 90 percent of tv like <laughs> like and then i started doing like the back some of those research. people should be on tv those lace yeah. ice cream why aren't they on television yeah exactly um but and then i was and then i started falling more in love with the past of it like it, and it was it was it was conflicting because obviously it didn't end great there's that there's the there's a stigma of that yeah, but yeah. also like it was also at a point where it's like well I, i'm gonna look i'm not gonna look into that like not look into it but i'm not gonna glorify it but also i'm gonna look at like the amazing abilities and talent that have come out of that and the hard work that put into it to see where somebody is now almost like looking at it in that aspect and it was just, it's, I don't know, it's such a bright spot to see like most of that high tension camp leapfrog roster was from there. And just, I, I was just so blown away by how insanely talented this, this independent wrestling scene is because of that group of people. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so go, going through your classes, how long before you got first matches or starting to got to work the scene? So I got kind of timeline it. Um, so I was, so I got my character five months after I started training, uh, five months after I joined like the core training program, there's the one-on-ones, the two-on-ones, but then you like join like the core system. Um, about five months after that, I got a character. So, but the idea of the character was I'm wearing a mask, but I'm still a student, but also like in the background, like you could see like on Shakara shows, you can see like students in the background doing stuff. So I would wear my mask and just do the regular production stuff. So I'd be like running cables or doing social media or hard cam or something like that. You just see a little guy running around in like a Dasher Hatfield mask, you know, and you're like, who's this character? Um, and about, um, I got hurt during that period. I toured my MCL for a minute. I had no idea how much that affected my timeline is in, in terms of debut. But I did debut one year basically after I started training. Um, and then I was uh, just kind of thrown to the wolves, just start wrestling. And <laughs> it's, you know, I, I did the, I did okay. You know, I, uh, you know, I, I, I was athletic enough to like, just kind of like be able to do the basic stuff pretty competently and just kind of like kept my head up when things went down or things went wrong, just like tried to maintain a positive uh, attitude towards everything and it just kind of like helped me kind of like keep going and uh yeah yeah just kept you know grinding 
throughout that first couple years uh, to the point, and then uh, kind of got thrown to the wolves when our main stream of uh, wrestling kind of disappeared. So just kind of figure out our own stuff. Yeah. When when you get given your character and you're going to be, you know, part of the Hatfield name and you see mm-hmm. you're going to be working with Dasher, who at the at the end of the day, I mean, you look at that character and you're like, they threw everything at him. Like you're going to be this character, then this character, then this character. Like yeah. when you think of character development or how to get a character over, that's a person you look at because sure. they change it all the time. And he's still got some of the most wackiest shit over <laughs> because he's talented. When mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be young in your career and you're going to be partnered with someone like that. Is that, is that a confidence build? Is that like, okay, I have like, it, it makes it more comfortable knowing that you're working with somebody that you can lean on or you're like, Oh, I'm in over my head because he's so talented and I'm not sure where I stand yet. Um, no, I, I, it, it honestly, I thought it was a, a boost. Like I thought it was like a, a blessing that I was given, I was partnered with him. Um, and like given a story basically right off the bat, that was pretty, pretty like easy to digest. You know, it's like, it's easy for me to digest easy for everybody else involved. And it's like, all right, these are the points. This is your character. And that kind of helps me, you know, and then I plug in the wrestling parts, you know, like mm-hmm. the, I was, I, I was able to, I basically went through the story with no notes. It was like, this is your character. These are your scenarios, act them out. And I would act them out and I would do them. I would have the wrestling match. And then I'd be like, is that good? And then be like, people would go like, yeah, good. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm doing okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> who knows? You know I, I never knew if no notes was good or no notes was bad. Uh, some people told me no notes was good and I'm like, great. So I'll just continue doing whatever it is that I'm doing, <laughs> you know? Cause like I had like a certain amount of like control and leeway with like, whatever it is. Like I, I would just make a creative decision in a promo or create like a motivation for a random match that was based off my story. And I'm like, I just said this thing. Is that cool? Is every cool with that? And like, all right, nobody cares. <laughs> so, so I would make, I would basically like, it was it was a huge boon to be paired with Dasher um, and given a story. I would say like working with Dasher specifically. Um, I mean, great guy. Uh, always had a great idea for like matches, wrestling. Just sitting and listening to him and like putting matches together. I learned so much, um, and and I still emulate him to this day. You know, it's like beyond just I was part of a character that was related to him. Like I emulated him just naturally. You know, like, because I loved his matches. I loved working with him. I loved watching him, you know, and I, and I accidentally steal from him still to this day, you know. Uh, well, his his retirement match was one of the coolest independent wrestling show moments I think I'll ever experience in my life. Mm-hmm. That just from top to bottom, that show was fantastic. Um, and it was it was so much fun. And it was honestly one of the first times since, like, you know, like high tension was starting to get going there early. They started to go in front of crowds and stuff. Uh, Camp Lee Frog was now kind of done. And it was the first time I really got to see a lot of the Camp Lee Frog people outside of that environment and wrestling for LVAC. And it was, it was really, it was a cool reunion, but to, to end your last match and break the ring on the last <laughs> move, <laughs> that is like hitting a grand slam walk off home run to win the world that's, series. Like there's no better way you leave right at that point. Right. Like that's, and then they rest doing it in the broken ring, like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like super flex spring pops. I was like, one, two, three, let's get out of here. Oh, there's no oh. better way to end it. Like <laughs> at first I was like, how did they 
how do they do that? Like, I, I was like, I was like, that's too perfect to be they the end. <laughs> <laughs> they broke that ring. They broke the ring. Yeah, so cool. Um, and you guys had a really fun spot in that match in the multi tag, um, uh, where you guys wrestled Ultramanus and his band just rocked out for 15 minutes while you just fought yeah. around. Sure. Awesome, yeah. so much fun. If they you were like, you know, do you guys want to do something and be in a match? You're like, well, there's a band out there. Do you want to just like tell the band to play and we'll fight? And like, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> it was so awesome. Uh, First I remember. Five minutes of the match yeah, it was so good. Uh, and the, uh, the BP got hammered at that show because he, he, uh, we went there. If you have never been to Weyerbacher Brewery, uh, they, I think the lowest ABV beer they've ever made was the show beer that day. It was like a normal, like seven oh, percent beer, yeah, which is still high, seven <laughs> percent. But everything above that is like they had a they had a a Mexican lager, like a Cinco de Mayo style beer there that was 12 percent i was like what psychopaths are making this beer like everything was so high abv everyone got hammered i'm like that's the was... thing everybody has to that's out in the middle of nowhere and you have to drive to it like yeah you're messing people up yeah like the lowest abv beer was big dan's beer it was still it was so good though it was the night it was a real good cream ale really good beer yeah i bought like four like three or four four packs of that i i nursed those because i didn't want to get rid of them fast but they were they were tasty beers i was in the back and i'm like where's the free beer like i feel like (laughs) there should just be like four packs of for free to take and there was none or something (laughs) yeah Dan took them all, probably. Dan, Dan definitely took them all. My, yeah, my favorite did. heckling moment was uh, telling Big Dan that his beer wasn't as good as Bryce's because a few weeks before that, Bryce made a beer at Deppin's Brewery, mm. and he made like an apple um, – uh, what was it? Like an apple – I want to say Hepaweizen. Or no, a wheat, a wheat. A wheat ale, I think. It was amazing. It was really, really good. It was called the Bryce's Right. Uh, but that was, and yeah. I was just like, Bryce is, hey, Big Dan, Bryce's beer is better. And Bryce is like, ah, <laughs> elbowing them. <laughs> but if you have not experienced any of the LVAC shows, please go check them out. They are absolutely fun. The venues are always top notch, whether they're in a, bre- a brewery, whether at a drive through or at the Steel Stacks, which is one of the coolest venues with that top balcony. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Um. So, Early on, and then going on to your career, who are some people, or some matches, or some things you got to work that really stand out for you? Matches I got to work, yeah. Uh, or people uh, like so. Actually, let me rephrase that. And we'll go back to that. So, what when was your your moment where it clicked? Where like you worked somebody, or you got to like work a name, or you got to put together a match, and all of that training and every all the confidence just kind of clicked in that match, and like your your snap moment, like they like they call like you know what I mean. I know exactly the moment. It was the King of Trios 2019. Um, we worked <laughs> two matches that weekend, but that was like kind of like one of the first times uh, me and Molly got to work together. Uh, I meant to say Shay. Shay, me and Shay worked together. Uh, and uh, like that was like the first time within Chikara we really got to like do our stuff. Like we had worked together um, outside of like uh Chikara for a bit um just to kind of like give them some like match training like we would pair off and like we'd just do stuff because we were like naturally in like a story together but like our chemistry is so good that we're just like all right who cares what the story is Chikara like you just want to like keep tagging and then like we did that and then obviously you know despite the story Chikara we kept 
tagging wherever we want. And then like when that ended, like we're just like, cool, we can do whatever we want. We can just have free reign. Like who cares about story anymore? And like we, we that's that's how the tag team uh kind of like blew up. But uh it was kind of that weekend, King of Trios 2019. We had two matches that weekend where we got to tell a lot of story. I got to work with a lot of my favorite people. Um, and it just like felt good and natural like calling the matches like i felt like this was like i'm not a rookie anymore i have ideas i'm part of like i'm making these matches good too you know it's not just uh everybody's like here's the idea of the match uh what's your stuff it's like i had ideas and they were like yeah let's do that let's do that and i'm like okay cool i've like i feel like kind of i've arrived a little bit so it's like it was like a get work with shay and then be like be able to like be part of like the more veteran part of calling the matches and putting some putting the story elements and the match parts together you know so mm-hmm. and everybody kind of like valued everybody's like opinion and positions and stuff like that so it was a lot of good so i worked with fire ant night two and um murloc oceania crab uh the day before so fire ant and the colony was night two so it was just how was that matchup uh, if you know, so, you know. That's all we'll say. Yeah, I think you should do that. I too, King of Trios. Uh, but that was Fire Ant's last match in Chikara and Bryce's last match in Chikara. Wow. So you got la- you got the last match of Fire Ant. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I take that back. Uh, second to last. Okay. Because they wrestled one more match. Because they, they it, it, spoiler alert, they won the match. So yeah. they advanced. Yeah. They advanced, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was at a, a con not too long, like maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, and I, at the table was a bunch of eight by tens of Chikara, all Chikara eight by tens, and there was an autographed colony one, and I was like, taking that home. There, which, I got, I took uh, Fire Ant, Soldier Ant, and Green Ant. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then there was a uh, player Uno and player Dose autographed. Cool. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Boomer and pineapple, uh, oh, not pineapple, Pete. Um, the throwbacks. Oh crap! What was this? um Asher and uh, Thompson? Yes, yes, yeah. That that was one there. Um, Deshaun when he was um, uh, was it, uh, I always forget his character's name. The the, the portal team, Deshaun Pratt. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. They- <laughs> I know more Deshaun Pratt. Uh. Why am I fucking like is it? Is it Ophidian? Ophidian was the other one. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I'm not, I, I, I'm it's having a brain fart. Yeah, yeah, but that I had that one because I, I got it because it was Deshaun. I love Deshaun, but I was like, this is hilarious. Like, these are Amasis. like Amasis. Ama- yes, 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 yes. But yeah, these yeah, are yeah. like eight by tens of people that like their first gen characters for the most yeah, part. Yeah. And like three of those people, or three of those people are in AEW and one's in WWE. Like that's kind of cool that like, but you don't know because they're all in their mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah super super cool. I, I bought those I snatched them up right away. But uh yeah I, I always I, that's my flex. I'm like look at this autograph I'm like who is it? I'm like if you knew you knew <laughs> um I still actually, don't even know this guy I have I have I have, I have a dark mask order mask over there and the only one I'm missing is is uh Uno mm-hmm. I have I have pretty much the entire Dark Order except Uno. That's like a bucket list for me. That's one. <laughs> yeah, that. Well, I mean, obviously, I, I got it after the Brody stuff, so I'll never get Brody. But um, what I have, I have Angels. I have Ten, um, Stu, Hungy, Alex. I uh, just need Uno. 
Yeah, that's once again Shakara lineage. But um, for, where was I going there? Oh, so teaming up and and developing the out the uh, the out the outfielders. Um, was there challenges going through your career as a tag team? Because what I think what made you is really special is you're a tag team on the independent scene, but you're an intergender tag team, which mm-hmm. I, there was really nothing like that going on for the most part. Like nobody really did that where it kind of mixed the two together. W- was that ever a challenge going to a, a promotion and being like, hey, we're an intergender tag team. Can we be a part of your tag division? Because like uh, a lot of companies like to they, they put that barrier of of that up. I would say it was a challenge. Um, because like we, we formed during like the COVID times mm-hmm. and obviously we formed kind of like before that I was t- saying earlier, but like when like we finally just like, all right, cool. Let's run with this. It was like at the start of COVID. So like we had like our select places was camp leap, uh, pizza party, stuff like that. Um, it has been a, even to a challenge to this day to like, because the intergender, like some people like are just not into that, you know, it's like, and then we'll turn down or kind of dismiss places that are like, all right, we can do mixed tag rules. Like, you know, WWE does. And like, we hate that, yeah. you know, like, it's like, eh, we're not into that. Uh, so it, it, it's, I'm sure it's, you know, places that have said no, thank you or whatever. It's, it could be that it could be, they're just not into our thing, but you know, I, I don't, I, I don't, put too much stock in places that don't want us for whatever various reasons you know i i tend to be like all right cool you don't want us you said no so i will never even attempt to try and come back you know you didn't want us to, at the beginning so i'm not gonna waste my time you know it's their loss because that's actually fantastic their loss exactly yeah so those are the, you know those are the challenges but the places that have embraced us uh are the places that we love and we love to do stuff there you know so pro, probably the last pro wrestling question, we'll shift gears here and talk into some hobbies. Um, right now on the scene, uh, you know, working with uh, who are some who are some names that you enjoy working or some some names or some promotions that people should add on their radar to, to start supporting or checking out? Uh, the rep. Uh, I mean, everybody knows the rep, right? You know, we got to work with them recently uh, at the wrestlers lab, but we had like one of the my favorite matches of all time. Like just working those guys, they're so fucking smart. They're so cool, uh, and they're just—they're just—they're really, really. Re- their heads in tag team wrestling, which is so cool. Um, that's 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 a. Those are two guys I want to see everywhere. Um, honestly, you know, just from working from working, seeing, watching them, and then finally getting to work with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the creeps. Do you know the creeps? I've not heard of them. Uh, they're fucking so good. You need to you need to look them out, look their promos up because they're so fucking good. They put they they're not they're not getting featured as much, and like they're they they put so much work into their characters, their promos, their look, everything like that. They're out in the Midwest. They're down in the the South. Those are two that just need to be seen. The, the creeps. The creeps. Yeah, you know they're 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 featuring the they've been getting up to Philly a little bit more for Labor of Love. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So like they they they're making the rounds. They will travel. So there you go. Look them up. Book them. Get them more in the Northeast. Yeah. Uh, any any singles competitors out there? Singles competitors. Eel Eel O'Neill. You know, <laughs> put that guy everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and then me. Absolutely. Single. 
<laughs> so besides professional wrestling and yeah. and your and your love for uh the, the the Phillies, and we already know that that's going on. Um, what are some other things that you do outside of professional wrestling that are hobbies for you or things you enjoy doing? Uh my browser just active playing, so I'm gonna fix that real quick. So You're good. other things that I love. I like comic books. <laughs> okay. Uh I'm I'm a big comic book nerd. Uh big video game guy too. Um and big sports guy. So like those are kind of like my main hobbies. Uh who's your go-to books? Generic normal dude. Uh, uh my favorite superhero is the flash. So Okay. Uh that's my guy. Um favorite flash. Him. Favorite flash is Wally West. You know, there's no okay. other flash outside of that. <laughs> to me, Barry Allen is like when I started reading The Flash, it was it was Wally in the 90s. And you know, Barry was dead. Barry was just a legend, um, a guy who was around. Same with Hal Jordan, you know, Hal Rainer was Green Lantern at the time. He's still my Green Lantern. Um but they were just like guys who were like legends. And like, that was cool for me. I'm like, cool. There's this legacy. There's just characters like that people have to live up to. That's why I like being boomer, by the way. Uh, like you just have these like characters that are just like finding their own legacy. And then Jeff Johns was like, fuck that. Let's bring all the old guys back. And, you know, forget about all the cool guys from the nineties with the cooler costumes and the cooler person personalities. And we're happy. Uh, and let's fuck them off and then do 15 was years. It, of was it new 52 or was it rebirth when they brought back Wally? Uh, so Wally, so they did flash uh, rebirth where Barry Keane's back after uh, final crisis. And then that led into new 52 where Wally just kind of like, disappeared mm -hmm. and then there was like dc universe rebirth where like wally showed up again but, but then they like made him like a murderer so i didn't get too far into it i just got to the issue where he reappeared and i was like oh that was because the way they did it where like they kind of crossed in the speed force again and he's like yeah. is that is that who i think and it was like wally i was like oh that's super cool and that's where they had like five supermans like there was like five different it, supermans all in the same universe i was like this is really confusing they did this weird thing with wally where he was like might have killed somebody it ended up being he didn't do that because they spurned up but like now wally in the current flatish run wally's the guy again barry is like fucked off and he's doing his own thing wally is the, the flash in the comic book again which and suddenly it got good and everybody's like oh we want to read flash again i wonder why you know yeah barry because wally's back writing and the art suddenly got better too it's like have you ever wrestled flash carter yet uh no uh I've been wrestle. Wrestle, but i've talked to him yeah yeah good kid good kid he does this thing yeah <laughs> fight him or for the who, who, who's the bigger flash fan? <laughs> yeah, um so besides flash what else do you read uh green lantern nightwing um daredevil uh miss marvel uh there's a lot of my books that i read a lot. okay mm -hmm. so you lean more dc i'm lean more dc for the longest time um but then I started working in a comic book store after college. So I'm like, I guess I'll start reading the Marvel. You know, I'll give the, these kids a chance. And then I started reading Ultimate Spider-Man. 
and that became my favorite comic book of all time. Spider-Man's amazing. Um, I love Ultimate. I, I love Bendis. I love the Ultimate Universe, and they're trying to bring that back. It's kind of failing, but um, that and then and I'm like, I guess I'll read like main Marvel stuff too. And then I got like regular Amazing Spider-Man and Daredevil and Miss Marvel and stuff like that. So. That there's kind of cool too. Spider-Man and Daredevil are probably my two favorites on the Marvel side. Uh, DC, I'm a Batman guy. Like anything Batman universe, I'm in. So Batman, Nightwing, Robin, all that. I'm everything my... but regular Batman. Really? <laughs> I love. I've I always, love... I've always been a Robin guy. I love yeah. Dick Grayson, Tim Drake, Jason Todd could fuck off, but. Uh... <laughs> well, he's kind of cool as Hood. Mm. I on my one jacket, I have a denim jacket, and down the whole one sleeve is every Bat Family emblem. Oh, like cool, I have, cool, cool. yeah, I, I love it. I love love my Batman. Um, and then like now that the Marvel universe is kind of picking back up, hopefully DC is. But that latest Flash movie, yikes! I I I'm not gonna watch it. You know, it's not good. It's not good at all. I, um, I'm I'm not. So like I just I never got into like the animated like I love the old D, like Justice League cartoon and the old yes like Superman Batman cartoon but I never got into the Young Justice I never got into like the new stuff and then I never got into the movies like I've seen some of them like the the Batman versus Superman but I'm like this is stupid like yeah. and I just Ho- I, hopefully I the just new reboot that, like oh good. that happened Wonder Woman that happened Aquaman that happened but I don't know like yeah. as a as a DC guy I should have cared about those things but I didn't. At all. I like Patterson I, as the Patterson Batman was pretty good. I thought it was I thought it was a good year one style Batman movie without going into the origin story again. But uh, mm-hmm. I just the, the new Flash did not land for me. But um, but the Marvel I'm excited because now they have the rights to most of their characters back, so we get Blade back, which is exciting. My biggest team, I, Blade guy. I like Blade as a character. The Wesley's okay. nice as a character. Like that was they were sick. Um, they were the good Marvel movies before Marvel movies were good. Um. Oh. <laughs> but um i i really love fantastic four and i want a good fantastic four movie series yes! like that i Absolutely. that's my yeah i love fantastic four so hopefully mm-hmm. that's done well because dr doom is i'm sorry everyone says joker joker's a great villain everyone says all these great villains dr doom is the greatest comic book villain i don't i don't care I what anyone tells a million you. times i hate the joker i yeah. hate the joker he's overdone every, it's overdone. every villain is better than the joker yeah, he's My overdone. Opinion. He's not the best Batman villain. Captain, uh, no. <laughs> Mr. Freeze, the Riddler. Okay. I love better. Clayface, but they never use him. Clayface, I mean, in the Harley Quinn cartoon is awesome. <laughs> yeah, the car- the Harley Quinn cartoon is very, very good. <laughs> I like how they make <laughs> fun of Bane. Clayface I would have expected, but I love yeah. it. Yeah, I love how they still make fun of Bane. They're like, we can't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, going back to the Flash. The Flash has my favorite villains. I love the Rogues Gallery. Uh, okay, because uh, the the connection of Flash and his villains is so transposed with uh, Batman's relationship with his villains. Mm-hmm. You know, like Batman is like the cop, and the villains are the crazy people, and like who who's making who crazy. But Flash is like like he has a con- like. This is why I like Wally more than Barry too, because Wally has a more human connection with his villains. He learned them. He he knows them on a personal level versus Barry is just like these are the bad guys. I got to take care of the bad guys. Wally's like I'm gonna understand the bad guys, and I've always yeah. appreciated that. Who's the um, who's the the monkey? Uh, uh, the big ape. 
Yeah, yeah, he's a cool character. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a cool character. He doesn't when they put him in the TV show, I was like, oh, this is gonna be fun. But then like mm-hmm. the TV show was really, really good. But what ruined it for me is when they kept doing the crossover with Arrow. I hated the Arrow. You're show. talking about the CW. CW. The CW. CW Flash. I enjoyed, but I. Mm-hmm. The Arrow show was like, we want a Batman show, but we don't have the rights to Batman. So we're just going to make Arrow as close to Batman as we possibly can and try to get as many de- like his villains in there as possible. Yeah. And I was like, this. And then when they did like the Arrow meets uh, the Razal Ghul's family, and Razal Ghul wants the Arrow to be the heir to the throne, I'm like, I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hate this. Like, you are trying so hard to be a Batman TV show without being Batman. But I, I like the uh, the Arrow. I mean, the Flash show to a point. But I, I probably have to go back and finish it again. But um, yeah, I think the, the last the what the Doom Patrol show. Have you watched Is that? Any good? Of that? I have not. Uh, I've watched half the first season, and it's so fucking good. <laughs> I, I have to check that one out. I have to start watching super- the Boys. Everyone says the Boys is really good. I haven't watched any of that. No. Yeah, they said that was pretty cool. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. It didn't is, is the Doom Patrol the one with Nightwing in it? Isn't that have Nightwing in it? Uh, Nightwing has like Cyborg in it. No, what was got... the show? What's the adult sh- like the more adult themed show that has Titans. Nightwing in it? Titans. Titans, yeah, yeah. Was that any good? Did you watch that at all? I've not watched that. No, I, I heard Nightwing and that was really cool, but the rest of the stuff was kind of bad. I like the Swamp Thing show and they kind of scrapped that one. They did, yeah. It was so good. I want. Well, they said they're they're making a Swamp Thing movie. And it's supposed to be horror based. Like it's going to be a horror based DC. As it should movie. be. As it should yeah. be. Yeah. Which it, is it like, really be. yeah, that's the best way to do something. Yeah. They they did a whole like reboot path, I guess, after the Flash and this new Aquaman is going to be when the new DC universe kicks in and they're going to get all new people and do stuff. But the one they talked about was uh, uh, Son of Superman, which is like, I guess that's going to be the first Superman movie we're going to get. It's like a Son of Superman. Oh, no. Not Son of Superman uh damian wayne and batman are going to be the first batman movie we're getting but they don't know who's going to play batman or but it's going to be damian and batman which is hasn't been done on screen yet which i'm excited for mm-hmm. and then they okay. said swamp thing which is exciting okay interesting yeah uh i think the last book though that i read was uh the last ronin for ninja turtles mm. that was fucking amazing did you read that one yet i'm not no not yet I don't know if that's you're a big rat. turtles person. It's but, rat too, but, right? That's supposed to be the, the no, turtle, right? or is it like nope. we don't know? I mean, I'll spo- spoiler alert for people. Yeah, you spoil it. Yeah, it, it's Michael. It's Mikey. Okay, all right. It's either Mikey or Rap. I figured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mikey. It's it's my. I, I, I think it's the end of the second comic or the end of the first. Is like he has all the weapons there, and it's just like, and he's just like, he's gonna he's gonna off himself, and then they're like, you can't do that, Mikey, or something. I was like, oh, it's Mikey. Okay, <laughs> so. Like, it was they okay. There was a thing where they didn't reveal who it was, which turtle it was. Yeah, they do. They they do very early, and then after they reveal, then you start learning that it's like a hundred years into the future or sixty years into the future. So like April's gone. I, well, you think April's supposedly gone. Casey's gone. Uh, Shredder's gone, but it's like Shredder's nephew or something or son. It's but it's like a whole cyberpunk world where like um, Shredder has now t- is like the form of government, and it's all it's crazy. It's a lot of fun. They're supposed to be making a video game based off it. Mm. But uh, video game wise, what do you like to play? Uh, a lot of uh, kind of JRPGs. Uh, like, so that's kind of like my genre. I don't do a lot of like shooters or sports games or stuff like that. But like a lot of like, I just uh, finished up Xenoblade Chronicles 3 on the Switch. Uh, that took me 160 hours to beat. And I love wow. it. Um, those are the games I, I like though. Like I like the uh the, the games that take me like a hundred hours to beat. 
yeah. you know, uh, Tales of Zillia uh, was another game that I played recently, and I just I love that game. So my ADHD kicks in, and I try to play too many games at one time, and then I don't yeah, play yeah. other ones. <laughs> I've been good the last two years, where it's just like don't play anything else. Hyper focus. Game, focus, beat it, and then move on. Forget yeah. about it. Don't go back and like try to like play like all the other shit in the game. Like just you beat it, move on. I start playing story games and then it's just like, hey, do you want to jump on and play a couple games of Fortnite or do you want to jump on and play a couple of games of Call of Duty or like those quick, you could just jump in and play with your friend yeah, games yeah. and then it ruins me for my story games. Hmm. Right now I'm playing a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the video game. So is that going to survive? Like I feel like they, it seemed like they were like going to kill it. So, it's so much fun. It's okay. so much fucking fun. So they're they're making a Texas, they made the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and mm-hmm. the same company's making a... Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, so that's being made, and then the people who've been making like the Heavy Rains and the the Quarry and Detroit, like those tile games, they're getting a Ghostface game where it's going to be like you have to figure out who goes. That's like it's that I don't think it's going to be called the Scream game because I think Scream rights and Ghostface rights are two different things. But it's Ghostface itself is going to get a game where you have to like pick and choose your scenario, and it's like watching a movie style game. So that's coming out soon, which I'm pretty excited for. This is gonna be yeah. this is gonna be a better conversation with, with Shay later because Shay's the yeah, horror. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but so like, those those are your style. That's that's like you like the yeah. shooters, like the third person. Okay, yeah, yeah. I used to be in the sports games, and I just got so bored with them because they didn't they never changed from year to year. They never did. So I gave up the and the RPGs. Like they're really cool until they get too complicated. Once once the game gets too complicated, I'm, complicated. I'm out. I love no. Complicated. Hey, I don't want to have to <laughs> calculate math in my head to find out how, how my hit points are. It's, it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's my bread and butter. You know, yeah. I, I just I love being hyper focused, fixated on a game, and just forgetting about the rest of everything. Do you else. mostly just play the Switch, or is that is that your go to system? Switch tends to be. It's usually like I'll play like older games on the Xbox. Like uh, I got the Xbox One, but Switch is like kind of just. I like I like I don't I don't need like super gritty games like so. Switch usually, it gives gives me more of that kind of fluffy fun games so yeah even though like, have, they're serious but like they're colorful i'm still sitting on pokemon i gotta finish pokemon which one uh, is it scarlet is that the newest one is it? <laughs> yeah, i think I so i don't know I, I own it I, I have not gotten very far into it i stopped at xy <laughs> oh wow yeah i buy every year's game but i just never finish them <laughs> uh, i'm way behind yeah uh, uh so a... oh i'm sorry go ahead oh, go i was i was gonna say something else but finish your thought first no, I lost it. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I was gonna, I was actually gonna get close to wrapping up here. So where, where can people find you on social media, merch pages, or anything, or promotions that you that you work out a lot that they can go and watch either online or come to shows live? Uh, so go to High Tension Wrestling. Uh, go to Wrestlers Lab. Uh, Pizza Party. Those are like my favorite jaunts these days. Uh, and you can find where's me Pizza on- Party based out of? Pizza Party is based out of everywhere. Uh, usually, usually Jersey, but they'll do shows in PA. They're going to do a show at the festival, um, this year up in like, uh, uh, Massachusetts. So, uh, they were another yeah, one during the pandemic that I, they were putting, they were putting together really fun things. Like I, I was yeah. like, I was like, that's a promotion I want to go check out, but I just never had the opportunity to. That was the first place I got to wrestle unmasked. I did a character unmasked on one of their shows. So. That's awesome. uh, that was like my pre-trial, but like nobody knew, like some people knew it was me, but like most people didn't know. What was the name he used? Uh, and God, what was his name? Rick Rocket. I was a proponent for the 
rocket fuel uh, sports drink. That is my character. <laughs> well, you, you don't have any like distinguishing tattoos, so you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they finally saw my goofy hair and giant teeth for real. So <laughs> they, like, saw, like the eyes through the whole like I was like, oh, that's the same fucking guy. Yeah, yeah it's uh, like the Batman. Wrestled, like we have no idea Travis, who that is. Yeah, I wrestled Travis in a very lucha match with all my regular moves. So. <laughs> Like, we know him. Uh, anybody with a brain would have known. Um, yeah. so I gave it away for free too early. Um, but you can find me at <laughs> Weber Hatfield on X <laughs> Twitter and Hatfield FC on Instagram. Don't friend me on Facebook because I'm not going to accept it. I just don't use Facebook. Yeah, I'm slowly trying to get away from it. If I didn't have to f- promote this podcast, I would. If I didn't have to like, accept promoters. DM sometimes I would delete that thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much same. Um, the, uh, merch merch pages. Are you guys on Pro Wrestling Tees? Uh, I know there's a Brain Busters that people are using. Do you have your own? Um, so Hatfield and McCoy at Big Cartel. If you go to our Twitter, X, there's a link that'll give you that'll send you there. It'll so, all be below as well, so you could check the links link. below. Yes, I'll send you that. I one, have two ter- shirts. I have the I have the three quarter shirt. The best one. I wore a- that today. I have that one and I have the NWO one. The other best one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never been able to come up with better shirts than that. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for this. Uh I, I really too. appreciate you having on. I know this is something you don't do very often. Um, so I, I appreciate your time and especially taking time away from from your lo- beloved Phillies. Um, but it's all right, know. they lost. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Who they lose to? <laughs> the pirates today. It's all right. It was like our C squad. No, I was saying, aren't the pirates like terrible? The pirates are trying their best. I don't like to talk shit. If they're the Mets, fuck the Mets. That's it. All right. I think Deppin's a pirates fan, right? He likes the pirates. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's a big pirates guy. He actually his new shirt, uh, what's that? Uh Stiff Blade. They made like baseball jerseys. They made a pirates themed baseball yeah, jersey for him. Yeah, they're yeah. really cool looking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were super cool. Uh, but yeah, that'll do it. Make sure you check the links below. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode, which will be episode 90. Um, I'm not giving it away. You have to find out later in the week. We'll, we'll, we'll air it then, and you'll find Can out. Can you tell me well, now? Uh, 90 after is... This? Yeah, I'll tell you after this. <laughs> Here's some music by the Converse Kid. If you're looking for music, logos, anything like that, the people I work with, all in the links below on my page, you can get some really cool stuff done and music. So here's some Converse Kid. We're out of here. I'm just kidding. I'll let you guys know right now.